Blog Talk Radio. WIJSF.com Women in Jazz South Florida Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally through events, concerts, performances, clinics, lectures, workshops, articles, interviews, newsletters, courses, contacts, research, history, archives, websites, film, audio and video recordings, and recognition. Visit us at WIJSF.com. You're listening to blogtalkradio.com slash musicwoman with your host, Diva JC. Hola, hola. Nacimos con sazón en el corazón. Somos la obra más fina hecho el creador. Escucha cómo repican los amores.
Good afternoon. This is Dr. Diva JC, and I'm excited because I love Latin music. Love it. <clears throat> so my guest is here. You're listening to Vicky Romero. Hi, Vicky. Hello. hello, hello, Dr. Diva JC. Hello, everybody from Block Radio, and thank you for the invite. Well, thank How's you for coming. <laughs> It's an honor, it's a pleasure. So, my dear, tell us, how did you come to music as a child? Well, let's see how I put this in a nutshell. Well, I, originally, I was born in Brooklyn, raised in Long Island, and I was there till I was 10. We moved to the islands, to Puerto Rico, and uh, my grandmother was a musical enthusiastic person. She loved music. She didn't play an instrument, but she wanted us to learn an instrument. And my parents, they loved singing and they loved anything that had to do musical because they loved dancing and they loved singing. So they introduced to us the instrument. And with me, they introduced, I, I, my dad wanted me to learn, my brother learned piano. But it didn't call my attention. I did the conga. I did the basics. It didn't call my attention. But then I heard the guitar. And that got my attention. And I started to study it, to learn it. I went to private school. And then uh, a year after that, I wasn't singing yet. We were playing like little family groups and gatherings. We were so young, me and my brother. And at at the age of 12, I had a friend, her name was Rachel, and she went to the same school of music as I did, you know, the the private school that we were going to, learning guitar. And um, I heard her sing a Mexican song that I loved, and I said, wow, that's nice. All I do is accompany, you know, the musicians playing guitar. You know, I play guitar, and this one plays bass, the other one plays the percussion, et cetera, et cetera. And I said, it must be really nice to sing. She told me, I could teach you to sing this song. I said, really? By the way, I've been trying to look for her, but I don't remember her last name. The thing now with the Facebook, you know, and all, it would be nice to find her, but I don't know her last name. And um, I learned the song, and one day I just decided to play it in the music room that my father had made for us in the house. And my brother walked in the room and said, is Rachel here? And I said, no. And he said, are you sure? And I said, no, she's not here. He said, you're lying. I said, I'm not lying. She's not here. He said, who was singing? And I said, I was. What was that for? From there on, you, the rest is history. He told my father, Vicky doesn't only play an instrument, she sings. <laughs> so I was the singer of the little group. And from there, that's when I started music and singing. And of course, <clears throat> So are you on a speakerphone? Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, but it's not good. How about now? I can't hear- how about now? Well, I can hear you. Yes. Hmm. I can yeah, hear I you. Now. Okay. okay. So my me. next question is, did you study mm-hmm. music theory? To, um, in Puerto Rico, there's a, a school in San Juan, and I learned music theory. And then I only took that, like, for two years. After that, I left to here, to, the, to uh, Florida. And then I continued uh, the music as far as music theory and, and learning to read and write it uh, in a Hess Conservatory. And I also, at the same time, I took what is called vocal jazz. I started to educate myself in vocal, vocal jazz. 
And, uh, I mean, we're talking 100 years ago, but still, it stays with you. And then what happened to me after that was that when I, while I was recording and working through all of this time of study, I was working for Sync Studios in Miami Beach as a uh, backup uh, singer for the artists that came to the recording. So I sang every genre, Dr. Jones, every genre you could think of, okay, from rock to pop to ballad to Spanish to uh, 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 you name it, merengue. Uh, but my passion was always jazz. It always stayed with me to sing jazz, and I love it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Ella Fitzgerald, and I love the way she, to me, you know, the queen of, of, of scat. Imagine that. I've always felt inspired to learn all of that. And, um, but I was recording all these different genres, and when I finally started doing, this is already in the 80s, when I started to do um, what was in style, the freestyle, imagine, I'm talking in the 80s, uh, I did my first recording of freestyle music, and that's when uh, um, Johnny O, Lisa, Lisa, Coke Jam, all these people were out, expose, and I did my first recording. And I remember that um, Don Cox from the radio, I mean, music was different back then, and radio stations were too. It was just, it was open. So you would send your music to them, and they would actually play your music. And that was the first experience I had with a song that I wrote, co-wrote with a friend of mine that did the production of that English uh, freestyle. It was called You Need Me and You Know. I still have the, the when you send to the mail and they write back to you, I still have that letter from Don Cox. <laughs> it was a, quite of an experience, and that was in the 80s. Now, question is, what made me change from something that I love so much, which was jazz, to go into salsa? Well... To put it in a nutshell, my brother is a is a Latin musician. He's he's a producer, arranger, and he does. He's been doing salsa and Latin jazz for years. Okay, so he tells me, "Hey, listen, you know, with the voice that you have and this music experience you have, uh, why don't you record a salsa album?" Uh, that was 1987. Imagine that. He says you could do uh, the, what it's called, what the style was, romantic salsa, central salsa. And he says, and, and it was great for you. So I crossed over all the way from all what I was doing before, and I started doing salsa. After I, I, but on that album, I did different genres. I did pop because to see whatever, you know, they liked, whatever the, the production companies, you know, would like or choose from that album. And, um, and it was salsa. Then after that, after that experience of recording that album, when I was getting ready to do my next album, I wind up <laughs> meeting up with Richie Ray and Bobby Cruz. <laughs> and to forget about it. It was that stuff for the rest of my years, 28 years old. So imagine that. And it was salsa at all times. And they were, the, they were known as the salsa uh, kings. So uh, as much as I would love to, and they sang everything, but, it's, but their focus was salsa or Latin jazz. But I wanted to really get into you know, jazz music in the style of Ella Fitzgerald, uh, Nina Simone, you know, these are the people that I, I, I love, you know, listening to them singing jazz. And it didn't happen that way for those years, so I sang salsa. And that's the story of how did I go from, if, if jazz was my passion, well, these were my mentors, and that's, I, I sang back up with them for years, so that's what I kept doing until finally, finally, 
which I also do gospel music, and I and besides the salsa, and I do pop, and I do ballad. Um, finally, now this is the year that I'm I'm going to record uh, tangibly because I used to do live record live uh, shows singing jazz, but I'm talking about recording my first jazz uh, album. This is going to be the year. Okay. Did I put that all in a nutshell? <laughs> <laughs> now, have you you've written your own music? How many songs would you say you wrote? Oh my God, doctor! Let me tell you, I think I've written more than a thousand. And wow! You know, you write, yeah, you can write as many. I've been writing since I'm twelve, so you know I'm not going to mention my age, but imagine, you know, <laughs> after like forty something years, you would think that you record all these songs that you uh, write, but that's not so. Um, yeah. On some of my albums, yes, like that one that I mentioned, You Need Me, I wrote the lyrics. The music is not mine, but I wrote the lyrics. Now, as far as um, in the um, gospel music, the music and lyrics is all mine. And uh, now I'm working on the, because a lot of people want me to record their songs, so, you know, they're the ones paying for it, so I go along with it, okay. But when it's my turn, like my latest one, my latest gospel one, um, I composed it, and that's the one that they're playing a lot on the radio. In all, landline, internet, FM, you name it. Uh, thank God for that. I thank God for that, that they're playing a lot. And it is like a, my brother did the production and the arrangement and the direction of that song, and it's, uh, it's being played even, uh, it's doing very well, I must say so myself. has that little touch, you know, that slight Latin jazz touch on it. But it's not quite the... <laughs> Your publishing company is Miracle Victoria Songs Enterprise. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay. I've had that now, are, that's why are you here. with Are you with ASCAP or BMI? I'm with ASCAP. I've been with ASCAP since the late, I would say, 80s. Okay. Yeah. It's been a long time. Good. I'm still with ASCAP, yeah. And, and right now... I'm with a record label. Shout out to them, Cafe Records. Um, I work with them, so if anybody's interested to sign up, we do what is called digital uh, uh, promotions, and we also get interviews, radio interviews, TV interviews, and uh, that's who I'm with right now. Just kind of recent, uh, recent that I signed up with them, and they are pretty much they're international. They're international, and you'll see a lot of international recording artists as, as myself joined in with them. What's the, what is the name of the record it's label? It's called Cafe Records, and it says Projecting Quality. That's their logo. That's their slogan, I'm sorry. Producing so they've Quality. They've been around for quite a few years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, so we're going to listen. Reach out to me. <laughs> okay. We're going to listen to Touch Me in the Morning, okay? Okay. All All right. right. We'll be right back with Vicky Romero. Touch me in the morning, then just walk away. Tomorrow, but we had yesterday. 
Wasn't it me who said that nothing good's gonna last forever? And wasn't it me who said let's just be glad for the time together? It must have been hard to tell me that you've been giving all you have to give. I could understand your feeling that way. Everybody's got their life to live. Well, I can't say goodbye in the cold morning light, but I can watch love die in the warmth of the light. If I got to be strong, don't you know I need to have to lie when you're gone? Till you're gone, I need to lie here and think about the last time that you touched me in the morning. Then just close the door. Like before, oh, oh, oh. wasn't it yesterday we used to laugh at the wind behind us? Then we run away and hope the time wouldn't find us. Then we take each other to a place where no one's ever been. Yeah, I really need you near me tonight, but you'll never take me there again. Let me watch you go with the stars in my eyes. We see that love can grow, now we'll see how it dies. If I've got to be strong, don't you know I need to have to? Now when you're gone, till you go, I need to hold you until the time your hands reach out and touch me.
different version. <laughs> I don't hear Dino, Diana Ross up there anywhere. <laughs> oh, let me tell you something. My my dream is to meet her. I've been trying to reach out to her to tell her, hey, Diane, Miss Ross, I have done your song in salsa. I'm the first one to do it in, in a salsa classic way. And uh, I, I, not yet. I'm still hoping. I'm still wishing to meet her, I, you know, just so she could hear what I, I did with her song. I'm a big fan of hers as well. And imagine that would be a great, uh, that would be a dream come true. But um, this song was done by a uh, music producer and arranger, Mike Rivera, who also uh, produced and did the song Valió La Pena that won the Grammy uh, with Mark Anthony. He worked a lot of years with Mark Anthony on the side of Sergio George. And actually, that's the, that's the person that's going to be recording also my Latin jazz album. He's going to be producing it. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Mike Rivera. Okay. So, tell me about the Valentina show. Okay, so let's go back in retro time. That was an interview. It's funny how things happen, how life is, you know. I walked in, and and this program, uh, this show, this TV show, um, his name was Victor Borges. And he asked me if um, I was interested. After he interviewed me for his show, the Victor Borges show, he asked me if I would like to host the show. And, you know, nowadays when you're hosting a show, you have to pay for, you know, time, air, and everything. And I was very blessed. He said, I'll take care of everything. You just worry about showing up and bringing uh, uh, artists. And I, that's how I started with that show. I did it for almost a year. And then because due to, due to because I was traveling to Europe, I was going to Spain, in fact, to do a, a tour, so I, I couldn't just keep the program and because he it was live and he needed it to it was every Wednesday, every Wednesday, every Wednesday, and it had and it was live. It's not like you know pre-recorded shows. So and he needed it going and I I just couldn't go on, but it was quite of an experience and it was a learning experience, but it was nice. Okay, now you work in a radio station. What's the name of it? I work in, right now I'm working with the current radio station that's it's, uh, worldwide. It's internet where, you know, it's called OVM Radio La Primera. It's, uh, it's a gospel uh, station. It's, uh, we play positive music. We bring positive messages to the community. We, we're all about the community and helping the community. You know, and all those that want to join it as well and help our, our team grow are welcome as, you know, as a nonprofit organization. You know, we're there. We're there. All the help we can get. But that's where I work. I work in the my department, believe it or not, here we go again. My department is the salsa department. Actually, I would love to bring a jazz department. <laughs> you know, but right now it's the salsa department, the tropical music department. Meaning I bring I'm the, the spokes the, the spokesman and the host and the one who does the commercials for the salsa department of OVM Radio C D. Mm. Okay, now I was listening yesterday after you and I talked with Richie. Uh-huh. I, I put on Tito Puente and I was having a ball up in here. But you know, I noticed that a lot of the rhythms were, and and the call and response was kind of African in nature. Yeah, yes. Yeah. A lot you of, know. you know, well, 
you know that the that the rhythm does come from African roots. You know, right. a lot of them. I mean, even even mambo. When they say mambo comes from, originated in Cuba, and you know, I don't enter in too many debates because a lot of Latinos will start saying, "No, it, it originated in New York or it originated in Puerto Rico." No, it's mambo from Cuba. Okay, and and we got to say it the way it is, and and with the uh, you know what I mean. So it's all blended in. It's a mixture of African roots, you know, Latino roots, you know, and that's how we came up with uh, that Latin jazz flavor and and blues. It also has blues in it. If you really get to hear a lot of these uh, Latin um, musicians like Tito Puente, um, Mongo Santa Maria, este, um, Ray Barreto, you're gonna hear a mixture of Latin, uh, uh, of of African roots and blues and 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 the what we call uh wawanko. You know, what we call wawanko. You know? Right. So it's a mixture of, of, of Spanish music and of different and uh, and by the way, of all the, the, the Latin countries, like meaning like you got a little bit you have that fusion of a little bit of soccer vallenato. So it depends what the artist wants, but we got a, a terrific flavor of music and sound that uh it's it's impossible that you don't dance to it. I mean, it's got a mixture of everything. I'm talking about the people who recorded back in the day, Cito Puente, Mungo Santa Maria, Ray Barreto, Richie Ray, people like that. You know, Chick Corea, all these people, uh, Coltrane, all these people, if you hear their music, there's something like, even Ella Fitzgerald, some of her songs, you hear um, some of the songs, a little Latin touch still remains with that, that rhythm and blues and and. and 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 that uh, what I call uh, that jazzy note, those jazz, jazzy tunes. What do you and think? you know, yesterday I mentioned to you Tito Puente, Eddie Palmieri, but Willie yeah, Bobo. Definitely. You remember Willie yeah, Bobo? Willie Bobo, yes, 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 yes. Even though, that's right, Eddie Palmieri. And and by the way, not only Eddie Palmieri, and I know Eddie Palmieri says it. You know what? I'm going to see if I can get you Eddie Palmieri on the show. Because, oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm going to see, because I have a friend that's very close to him. His number. So, um, and I, and I played in his band for many years. I'm talking about my friend's band because he played with Eddie Palmieri for years. I have friends that played with Eddie Palmieri for years. So, but they say that Eddie Palmieri himself says that his brother was the best pianist, Latin jazz pianist. He said to his brother, Charlie Palmieri. I don't know if you heard of him. No. Charlie Palmieri was the best. It's spoken out of the lips of Eddie Palmieri. Spoken out of the lips wow. of he passed many years ago, but spoken by the lips of Eddie Palmieri. That his brother was better than him in the piano. Imagine, and for me, Eddie Palmieri is a monster. He's a beast. Right. <laughs> you know? Now, <laughs> you recorded... With Celia Cruz? I didn't record with her. I did backup. I did backup voice with her one time. You know how they say, put on your biography everything you've done, but make sure that it's all legit. And I, I'm legit. I, I, yeah, when they asked me, how many have you said? I said backup for her one time. Mm. And I met mm. her, and she was a very, very nice, very nice woman. I remember, and I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm going to tell you, when we went to the Jerry Masucci funeral, uh, you know, quite a long time ago, she was there with Tito Puente. I sat next to them. 
and she was kind of like sick, you know, like she had kind of allergies or something. That lady is toda una dama. She's a dame. She's a classy lady. You know, she's a very nice and uh, very humble. That was my experience with her. And she sang there, too. We all sang. In the Jerry Masucci, the, the, one of the founders of Fania Music. So, yes, but I only did the chorus one time with her. But, by the way, that I'm, now that you bring her up, my pianist, for many, for a few years, okay, I'm not going to say many years because I had other pianists that are well-known as well, Raul Galimor, who did the album for me, the gospel album, was her pianist for 13 years. Mm. That's my friend. Wow. Raul Galimor. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've met and been involved around a lot of people. I've done chorus for a lot of major artists. Imael Miranda, este, Gilberto Santa Rosa, Tony Vega, Luis Carrion. You know, Andy, Andy Montañez, I've done back of all these people. And that once a couple of few times, you know. So whatever's there, it's what it is. <laughs> I've been around the circles and I've worked with them. But as far as recording, you know, the, I recorded with, in Bobby's album, and I recorded in Richie's latest album, the, the Bumblebee, the queen, the, the, the queen of the flight of the Bumblebee. So right. what I recorded was the, the choruses. That's what we did because he wanted it all instrumental. Some recordings with several artists. And also Christian artists as well. Okay. You know? Beautiful. So now, <clears throat> what would your advice for a young woman coming into the music industry be? Ooh, I love that question. I love it because even if they don't ask me that question, I always bring it up. They always say, I'm going to use myself as an example. They always said that salsa and jazz was a man's world. To me, I'm speaking my experience, what I went through. And they try to shun you and tell you, don't even waste your time. This is a man's world. No, my advice to women are, this is not a man's world. It's not a woman's world. It's a, it's a music world. That's what it is. And that when you educate yourself in music, don't let no other birds, I always say no other birds, sing in your ear the things that, you, that bring you down. Always study a career. If it's not music that you're going to be, if you're going to study music, I always tell them, educate yourself 100% in music. Learn it well. Practice makes perfect. Don't think because, okay, I'm going to start singing and papatera, patera. No, educate your voice. I did it. Okay, I teach voice, but I also educated my voice. If you're going to learn an instrument and, you, and it's what you love, educate yourself in it. You know, because don't think that because, okay, I play a tremendous instrument and I'm going to make it big. It doesn't work that way. It takes sacrifice and dedication. You know, I, and I'm sure you know this, Dr. Dr. Joan, that we get what we get and people say, wow, look what you're at. But they don't know all the, the dedication we put into it, the sacrifice and dedication that we put in, and the consistency that we put in educating ourselves and making ourselves better in, in the type of music that we like or the type of instrument, instrument that we like. And I, like, for example, my granddaughter is a tremendous singer. She is, uh, I'm telling you, she almost sounds like Aretha Franklin. I'm not kidding you. But I tell her this. Don't think because you sound like that, you're just going to just say, okay, I'm going to come and sing. Educate yourself. 
learn music because you are five fingers that read and sing, you know, the notes. I said, so you, you educate yourself and also study something to fall back on. If you want to study music and be a music teacher, go ahead and do that. But if you want to be a lawyer or a doctor or a teacher, you know, or anything else for that matter, make sure that you have something to fall back on. And, be, and don't let anybody, like I said, don't let nobody, if this is your dream, you know, tell you otherwise that you can't do it because you can do it. It's not a man's world. It's a music world. And we just have to be dedicated and driven. That is my advice. Yay. That is wonderful advice. Now, I would like to ask you, what do you expect from your membership in Women in Jazz South Florida? You know what I expect that we can enlighten each other and grow in this in this members in this foundation that that has been formed and grow each other grow. So we could all shine. Because my mother always said that everybody has a crown. That was her saying. It all depends on the how you shine it. If you did it spend time putting, you know, that brass whatever that liquid brass to to help it shine and you keep shining it every you know how how the military you know in the military how the, the men they take their boots or their shoes and they shine them every morning? That's dedication. Right. That's just a that's dedication and discipline. If you, if this is, if for this, for this foundation that I love, I love this foundation because it's, it's for us to help one another and to bring others to come in and grow with us and show the world that us women, we can do music just as good as anybody else can, meaning just as good as the men can. That's right. That's you right. Know what I'm saying? You, you know, know my philosophy. You know, when God made Adam and Eve, you know, he said, you know what? It's not good that man is alone. Let me make a woman. Okay, so he took her out. He took her out from the rib. The rib, which is the, on the left side, which is close to the heart. Okay, meaning he made them equal. He made them equal so they could both, you know, grow equally. Woman knows her place and man knows his place. Okay, but to grow equally and to walk equally and to understand each other and be on the same page. You know, if you can do music, I can too. If you could play the bass like a beast, I could play the bass like a beast. You get me? Yeah. Because believe yeah. I can tell stories. I can tell stories of how, how many times I've been shunned and push away because I'm a woman, but you know what? Only the strong will, will obtain the, the crown, like I say. Only the strong will obtain it. And we got to press forward. Don't ever think, there's nobody, nobody is born weak, and nobody, don't call yourself weak. You can do it. There's no such thing of, I can't with the women. There's no such thing. It's, I can do this. I don't care how long it takes. Everybody has a different pace. You got that? Yeah, that's right. And, you know, the other thing is that a lot of people look at this as a competition. And music is not a competition. Absolutely ever. not. Absolutely not. Ever. Absolutely not. No. Well, that answers my question. That answers so everything listen, I said. It's about making music. 
I want you to tell me the story of La Dama del Sentimiento. Sentimiento. You said it. You said it well. You said it well. The woman of feeling. The woman of sentiment. Uh-huh. Well, my promoter, Dorita Rodriguez, shout out to her lover. Um, when she heard me sing, they used to call me back then La Dama de la Salsa y Sentimiento, meaning the woman of salsa and sentiment. But there's already a woman of salsa, which is Yolanda Rivera, who I, is a friend of mine, and I admire very much. So I said, wow, this is just too much Dama stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And Dorita um, tells me, I'll tell you what, and it just almost brought tears to my eyes because my father, when I was a kid, I didn't want to sing in front of people. When I started to sing, I was a little nervous. And I owe it to my father that told me, Vicky, you don't have to be nervous. These were his words. He died four years ago. The Lord have him in, in, in may he rest in peace. Uh, he said to me, he said, you don't have nothing to be afraid of. Because when you sing, he goes, you bring joy to the people. You bring comfort. People could be angry and they're not angry anymore. People could be sad. And then I said, because music makes people happy. It makes their hearts happy. And when you project it from your heart, even better, he told me. And I was only 12 when he told me that. He said, it's, it's medicine to the body. It brings happiness to the world. And you, you bring that when you sing. When he told me that, I, I stopped being shy. Because I had to sing in front of thousands of people. And I would get nervous. And you know when you get nervous... Your voice kind of kind of chokes up and everything, right? And right. when he told me that, I said to him, really? I'm like, I do that? He said, yes, because you sing from your heart. You sing with a lot of feeling. And that's when he said, let's say, Vicky, practical math, he would tell me. He says, the 600 people are there, and out of the 600, don't li- uh, out of 600, 300 don't like you, you still have 300 that do. And then he tells me, and I'm going to add one more. If you have a thousand people, Vicky, and five hundred don't like you, you still have another five hundred that do like you. Mm-hmm. So don't feel that because this person says, "Oh, I don't like your style," you stop. You're bringing happiness, and everybody has a different style and different taste. And let me tell you, that stayed in my heart to this day. And Dorita, when she told me, I'd rather call you. La Dama de Sentimiento, because you sing every genre and you put feeling into it. That name became, you know, it was created. And it reminded me of my dad, how he said, I sing in my heart. So who wrote this song? Who wrote this song? Oh, that song was written by Kenny Quintero. He was inspired because he tells me, you know, he says, he goes, listen, pastor, he tells me. And I told him, him, I'm not a pastor, I'm I'm an evangelist. I'm an ordained evangelist. So I told, he tells me, I wrote this song because you are, in all sense of the word, a dama. You're, you're a dame. You have class. You're, you're nice. You're humble. And then, I, and then he says, I'm dedicating this to you and all the women in the world. And I said, wow, that was beautiful. And that's how that song came about, Kenny Quintero. He was the producer. Now, what about the what about La Vida es como una rosa? Oh, girl, that's a, that's a funny story. Let me tell you what happened there. We were at an event 
And I remember I was showing Bobby the, the, the single CD that I did. And he goes, he looks at the cover, and the cover has a rose on it, right? And then he says, you know what? You should write a song now of Life is Like a Rose, something that has to do with the rose. This is Bobby, the legendary artist, Bobby Cruz. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, oh, my goodness, I've written so many songs. This is too much homework for me. So I spoke to his, his, uh, his, he's like a son to him as well, Jeff Morales, the Capitan de la Salsa, the captain of Salsa. Tremendous singer, tremendous. He's like a brother to me. He's, you got, I mean, you'll clip with him because he's a tremendous singer. And uh, I told him, you sing salsa, but you're really a gospel soul singer. <laughs> he really is. I tell him this. But he sings salsa. So he t- I tell him, I see him, and I go, hey, Jeff. And I kind of like fib there. And I said, Bobby wants you to write a, a, a song that has to do with the roles. <laughs> and it was me who Bobby told. And he said, really? And I was fibbing. And I said, yeah, yeah. Afterwards, I told him the truth, of course. But I said, yeah, yeah, because I didn't want to do, I didn't want to write, I didn't want to do the work. And that's when Jeff Morales wrote, La Vida Como Una Rosa. And it's beautiful to water it. You have to give it nutrients. You can't keep it too much under the sun or under the shade. You have to take care of it so it can continue on living so it doesn't wither. That song touches my heart. So we're going to play it right now. Huh? I'm going to play it right now. Yes. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. It's beautiful. Okay.
I'm dancing. I'm dancing in my chair. I can't stop dancing because you know that sounds like a, a, a yes, it a makes you want to dance. Yes, yes. <laughs> I shout out, and you know who's doing who produced that record? It's Raúl Garimón, the owner of Orquesta Inmensidad, the one that I told you that was Celia Cruz's uh, pianist. Shout out, wow. out to him. And composer Jeff Morales. Shout out to him. It's a beautiful song. It really is. Life. I is love life it. Is I, but I, you know, I sang with a Latin jazz band for a year in Philadelphia. But wow. my children are Puerto Rican. Wow, look at that. Yeah, their father is from, from Catania, Puerto Rico. Wow, wow. That's close to Levy Town. Very good. And, <laughs> and, and Bayamón. Wow. And, and, of course, he was a conga player. Yeah? Yeah. Wow. So I guess you're very familiar with Puerto Rican. <laughs> well, I lived in the Bronx. Wow. I lived in the Bronx for, you know, almost two years. So, you know, I know the whole, I got it firsthand. You know, I'm serious. <laughs> I was in wow. the club with Tito Puente. And Eddie wow. Mary. You weren't wow. even born then, I don't think. Wow. No. Because <laughs> I think I you're it. about the same age as my children. You know. Wow. But listen, Vicky, I want to tell you something. I don't do this often, but I want to hang out with you. I'm going to be <laughs> moving soon to North Carolina. So I want wow. you to come up to Boynton Beach. And I want you to hang out with me for a day, okay? Will do. And I want it we'll to be do. soon, like in the next two weeks. Okay, and the next two weeks sounds doable because I'm crazy busy, so the next two weeks sounds doable. And why are Put you it, moving to North Carolina? Why are you leaving us? North, North Carolina. It's a very why long story. Because oh. we bought land. We bought land. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. And Florida okay. is expensive, and yeah. I need to be settling, you know, because my father lived to be 99 and three months. Wow. And I probably will live somewhere into that age because his two aunts one lived to be 103 and one lived to be 106 right here in Boynton wow yes wow so but the music is what has kept me young you know so I want to share my story with you but I want you to come here and I want you to spend a day with me. And I'll cook for you. And we will share. Because you are me in Spanish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, I have was... you written a book? No. Not yet, no. So this is what I want to do. 
I want to mentor you into writing your first book. And I want to take some of your songs. I'll show you, but you have to come. Now, I'm available because I teach on Tuesdays from 5 to 6.30. That's it. The rest of the mm-hmm. week is mine. Okay. March 5th, two wonderful singers will be performing my music at the Arts Garage. Okay. So if you I'm don't going, have, I'm going to go make that. I'm going to go see that. I want you to go get tickets. But if Richie can come, you know, because I'm going to tell you something. The Maldonados are a very small family. Yes. And I grew up with the Maldonados in the Bronx. Wait a minute. You know what? You're saying his name is Andy Maldonado? Ray. Raymond. That was Raymond Maldonado, a conguero player? No, he was a baseball player. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But all the young men played conga. Yeah, because I know my ballet, or Mm -hmm. they played the conga, timbale, or bongo. I'm telling you, You girl. when Let me tell I was, you, I know an Andy Maldonado that lives in Tampa that played with Joe Cuba, Conga. Yeah, but I'm telling you, they came from the Bronx. He's from the Bronx. Yes, I know them. You got My know husband, you know. Peter Serrano, was their mm-hmm. best friend. Raymond Maldonado was Peter Serrano, my husband's best wow. friend. You understand? I mean, his wife... And I, you know how the women come together and the men yeah. come together. Well, she and yeah. I, I, I had her name. I, is it Cecilia or something like that? Amelia or something like that. Listen, Vicky, I want to see you. I'm an elderly woman. I'm making a re- request. And I want you to come up and spend a day with me in Boynton Beach. Okay. Yeah, that's a done deal. I'll let you know after these two weeks go by because I'm I'm very busy these two weeks, but I'm going to make it a, a, an effort on the month of February. I will contact you, tell you, send me the address, and I will go see you, and we will spend the day together. I'm a woman okay. of my word. I know that. That's why I want to see you, and I want to share stuff with you because you're one of the newest members of Women in Jazz South Florida. This Mm -hmm. organization is 15 years old. Wow. So, you know, in Spanish, you have the quince, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I want to do a quince for Women in Jazz South Florida. Wow. And you're the person to help me do it. Okay. Now, honestly, I did not think about this until just this moment. It's Friday. I'm doing my last interview of the first month 
of 2022. So I'm in my ninth year of doing this, right? I have wow. my vino sitting here. I'm drinking my second <laughs> glass. <laughs> Me too. And Me too. I'm telling you, you made my week when you did a Zoom with me and Richie Ray Maldonado. And I wish that my, I'm going to, I'm going to send, I'm going to talk to my ex-husband about this. Mm -hmm. And I haven't talked to my ex-husband about anything except that he apologized for anything that he may have done or said to hurt me. Wow. Wow. So that was strange. But he's 75, so I guess he's clicking on, he's he's hitting the code on the pearly gate. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) He's he's trying to do his good deeds now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I tell you this, Vicky, when I was 17, 18, 19, I lived in the Bronx with a real, real salsa. I'm talking about the real salsa on the stoop, baby. I ain't talking right. about in the club. I ain't talking about on the festival. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about on the stoop. Yep. Yep. Where the real salsa wow. was played. Wow. When Willie Bobo stepped up on the stage, it was because he played on the stoop. You understand yeah. what I'm talking about? Yes, yes I do. In the village. Yes, so mm-hmm. Vicky Romero, I want to thank you for opening up my heart to my Hispanic family. And mm-hmm. we will discuss that when you get here. Okay. Will do, will do. And I expect you to know how to dance salsa, you know. Oh, please, girl. You don't <laughs> want to start me. I've been up in here dancing, and it's because of you. Okay. All it's right. because of Vicky good, Romero. I'm a very good <laughs> We're going to dance when you get here, okay? That's right. That's right. Oh, la, 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 la. Nacimos con sazón en el corazón Somos la obra más fina hecho el creador Escuchan como repican Los amores con mi sabor Oye, cada mamá cantó Romero, te amo, te amo mucho. Yo también te amo. You are truly la dama del sentimiento. Very good, very good, thank you. Okay, hasta luego. Hasta luego. Okay. I love you, girl. We'll see each other soon. I love you more. Amen. God bless you.
Take care, sweetie. Thank you. W-I-J-S-F dot com. Women in Jazz South Florida, Inc. is a nonprofit educational organization that promotes women musicians globally.